Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Hey, y'all, and welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for family-first entrepreneurs building profitable and progressive businesses. If we haven't met yet, I'm your host, Meg Brunson, and my pronouns are she, her. Before we get started, I want to remind you that this podcast episode isn't going to change a thing in your business unless you take action. And the best way to follow through is by joining us inside of the Familypreneur Business Accelerator. It's where we work, win, celebrate, and grow together. Head over to familypreneur.co to join us today. All right, let's do this. Hey, hey, familypreneurs. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Familypreneur. Today, I am very excited to have Jennifer Hensley with us. Jennifer is the owner of Playmaker Coaching and Consulting. She has created a winning system that has been proven to achieve top tier results. With two decades of experience working with a Fortune 500 company, Jennifer has helped over 1,500 small business owners achieve compound growth. Jennifer is on a mission to change the game for referral-based business owners to scale sustainably without the hassle or hustle. Jennifer's best teammates are her husband, Keith, and her daughter, Samantha, who always push her to play her own game and stay on offense. She believes it is important to live with intention. Jennifer, thank you so much for being with us here today. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I always appreciate all the great content and speakers that you bring to our, this community. I know I've learned so much over the years from from what you put out. So well, I appreciate you. having me here today. Thank you so much. And I love collaborating um, with you. So just a little bit of background information for our listeners, for our viewers. We do record this podcast both in video and, of course, we then strip the audio and send it out on the audio platforms. So we, this exact session is going to be a little bit different because Jennifer has prepared a presentation, a training for us. She is going to help us create content that rocks our social media world. And what we're going to do is I'm actually going to, going to pass the stage to Jennifer. So I am going to mute myself and allow Jennifer to just fill us up with knowledge and insights about social media. After she has presented her topic, I will return. Um, we may have a little chit chat at that point and we will go from there. There will be slides involved. Um, so if I invite you to continue listening, if you're listening on the podcast platform, listen along, take in all of the juicy goodness. Um, but if you are more of a visual learner or if as you're listening, you're feeling like, man, I really wish I could see those incredible slides. Um, I want you to know you can head over to my YouTube channel. You can also head over to the show notes um, and see the video. All right. So that'll be on the YouTube channel. It'll be on the website, um, on the show notes. And I invite you to consume this content in the way that feels good to you. So it's my little disclaimer. Um, I've introduced Jennifer and 
I am can't wait to see what you have to present. I always love collaborating with other social media geeks, if you will, if you're okay with being a called a geek, um, because we can geek out with the social media stuff together. So I can't wait to hear what you've presented or what you've prepared, rather, what you've prepared for us, um, and then return in a few minutes to dissect it and talk about it with you. Yeah, that sounds great. And I will say if you are on audio only, I promise most of my slides, you'll be perfectly fine. Uh, you're not really going to miss anything, but like uh, Meg said, you know, if you want to reinforce that or just uh, if you learn more by visual, certainly check her out on YouTube and, and you can get all the information there as well. Uh, so I'm going to share my screen here. So those of you that are on video can kind of follow along this way. And we'll dive into things on how we can rock your social media. And, um, you know, as we just get this up here, it started, you know, as I said, you know, I um, always knew that social media was important because I've been in the space of marketing for years and I'd seen it from working with other small business owners. But I also knew that when I started my business, it was important to know how it really fit in with my overall overall marketing strategy, that it's not just about any one particular piece of your marketing, but it's how does it all fit together to help you achieve your overall goals. But, you know, too often I talked with a client who, especially when I was in my old corporate days, wasn't on social at all and felt like we had to tell them like, you should be on this particular platform. When I knew if they weren't even on it themselves, it was really going to be hard for them to see a lot of success from that platform as an individual. Uh, if they weren't using it. So it had to make sense for both who their clients were as well as, you know, what they were trying to accomplish and where they were at as an individual. So it felt authentic. So when I started my business, I therefore then started really on from a social perspective on Facebook and LinkedIn, because that was where I was comfortable. That's my generation. You know, I was just talking with somebody yesterday about TikTok and I was like, oh no, I just can't even fathom it right now. Um, but you know, you starting with where you're comfortable, I think is perfectly fine. Um, and, but, you know, seeing what I had done in previous experiences about where to post, when to post, why to post, uh, and what's relevant, you know, I just started posting things that I thought was relevant to my content and to my clients and potential clients and putting that out there. And while my community was gradually growing, you know, by the end of the week, uh, if you're with me, you know, you might have experiences too, that I think I have all these ideas but I don't have the time or feel like I'm the graphic design expert to, to make them all happen and to really have a system in place to make content easier. Um, so I remember listening to actually one of another one of Meg's speakers, and she talked about the idea of having a content library, and this light bulb went off. And instead of having to throw together something for social each week or go into like all these different ideas and kind of figure out, well, what, what can I put out there? There was a way to really be intentional. And now after listening to numerous other experts, I've really got an approach that makes social easy and fun. And I hope that's what it can do for you as well. So that instead of getting stuck and overwhelmed or not knowing where to start or maybe having too many ideas, marketing and social media can really feel doable and drive results for you. I know my story is not unique, that many people struggle with marketing and trying to decide, like I said, what to post, where to be, or how to engage. But I do believe that you deserve for social to represent your brand in an easy and fun way that connects more meaningfully. So as I said, and as Meg so graciously said, you know, in the past 20 years, I've worked with over 1,500 small business owners just like you, score more and better clients. So let's dive into how you can do this from your content perspective. 
So in the next roughly 30 minutes, probably a little less than that, actually, I'm going to teach you the SVC approach to rock your social content. So it starts with being strategic. Secondly, with being values-based, leading with value at all times, and third, being consistent. And this is the part of the Playmaker, the marketing winning system that Meg thought would have the most value to you today. And we know the reason that we're really talking about this is because, as most of us know, social media is no longer optional, but it's not enough to just be on social. You know, a strong brand can speak for you and it can really drive more potential people to buy, promote, and recommend you. It's really a trust accelerator. So let's dive into our first topic about strategy. The reason we're going to talk about strategy is because if you don't have a strategy, you really have very minimal success on getting to where you want to go. You know, we don't want to rely on luck or being kind of that lottery winner of just having to, to, to roll into success. We want a way that we know we can achieve the results that we desire. So the first thing in this space in terms of starting with strategy for your content is the more clear your niche is, the easier your pitch is. I'm going to say that again. The more clear your niche is, the easier your pitch is. So a few immediate ways to accelerate your business in this space is to ask yourself, what is your objective for how you're using social today? Is your goal to communicate, educate, or engage? You know, depending on what you want to get out of it, depends on what you need to put in it. So start with asking yourself, what do you want to get with it? If you're just starting out, it might just be purely about communicating and showing thought leadership. But if you're further along, maybe you actually want to get to the point where you're also engaging and building more of a community. So start there. Understand your ideal client. What platforms are they on? What problems do they have? What do they care about? What are they posting and engaging on? And we're going to talk about how you can find out more of that as we get into this. And, you know, that was really eye-opening to me because, like, as I said, I started where I was comfortable. And that's fine. Start in Facebook or wherever your your natural uh, place is. But then you have to think about where my client's showing up. And for me, I realized, okay, if I'm working with a younger demographic, at some point, I need to probably be on Instagram. And how do I do that intentionally? And then ask yourself, what are my clients or potential clients saying that would make them think, I, that would make you think, oh, I can help them. They'd be a perfect client. Um, or if they were talking to their best friend, what would their best friend have said that says, oh, you should talk to Jennifer. She can help you with that. So then you can really put it in the language of your client. We're so often guilty about using our industry terminology, um, you know, but we really need to make sure that we can put in a language that they would be using. What would they be complaining about? What would they be saying is keeping them up and causing them stress? So some additional things to keep in mind is thinking about, you know, making sure you align your message. So if you're going to start putting content on social, you know, does your website also support that? Uh, if you're doing other events, are they aligned with that and what your overall brand messaging wants to be across all of your interactions? Develop a plan, as we talked about. Get specific. Uh, that's where I led with the more specific you are, the easier it is. It really does attract more people than repel people. And ultimately, you want to have one person who owns your entire marketing strategy. It doesn't mean they have to do all components of it, but having one person that's really touching everything, overseeing everything. You know, when I first started working with my client, Al, uh, you know, his firm had a social media manager, a website agency, advertising partners, lots of people involved in their marketing, but it wasn't a unified approach. Each person kind of was working on, well, here's what I'm going to do in social. Here's what I'm doing for the website. And there wasn't an overall strategy of what are we doing and what are we trying to communicate? 
But once we put in that brand message and content plan that I ultimately quarterbacked for them, their efforts were aligned and really created that synergy that helped them to have their best year ever. So the one thing that you need to do if you're just getting started is just to remember to take action, that it's progress over perfection. You know, there's so many things in the world of social media, especially that are constantly changing. It can totally get overwhelming. You can get stuck. Just take action and move forward and your strategy is going to get better and your niches will get more clear over time. So if you do only one thing, start with answering, what do you want to get out of social right now? So let me give you the best place, like I said, is answering that question about what do you want to get out of social media? And the best way to try to tackle that is just to schedule weekly time for sales and marketing. You know, 15 minutes a week would be perfectly great place to start to just have some time to really think about what are you doing from a marketing perspective and answer that question. What's important to you? What do you hope to get out of your efforts? So that's all I have to say about strategy. We're going to move on to our next part of the SVC approach values-based. You know, and the reason we're going to spend about five minutes talking about leading with value is because if we don't focus on offering value first, people are going to connect with us, but they ultimately won't engage. So this kind of goes back to where we talked about of, are you trying to just show thought leadership that you're credible, or are you really wanting to create community and people that uh, feel connected to you and what you're trying to create? So here's a few quick wins of ideas that you can use to accelerate your business in the space. First off, comment on other people's content, whether it's a social media post or an article or a blog maybe that they shared. You know, show up for them and engage with them, especially if they're a small business owner and that's who you work with. That is so important. You know how much it means to you. Make sure you show up and show that to other people as well. And lead with value, maybe starting with just like five people a day that you can go out and comment, not just like their content, but actually engage in a meaningful way in it. And five people a day should not take you very much time to do. But here's a ninja tip if you want to take it a little step further is identify your dream 25. Who are the people that you would love to have as clients would be your dream client. And then each day comment or direct message those individuals, one of those 25 on some manner. And then over the course of 90 days, you'll have engaged with all 25 three times. Think about, excuse me, think about what that could do for your business. If you consistently showed up before asking for any kind of sale or meeting, you just showed up and supported them. You know, I was working with my client, Daniel, who wasn't really on social. I kind of talked about people, not everybody's on social and that's all right. But when we started to talk about how he could engage in other people's social rather than just putting out content himself, he got really excited. All of a sudden he was like, oh, now I see where this could really fit in. And in our first quarter working together, he started to see more of his ideal clients than ever before. So while everyone else will often tell you it's about what do I post, I say even more, forget what you post, just show up for other people and engage with them. So for some of you that aren't overwhelmed, you're going to run by back, you know, and start to implement all the things we're talking about today, but make sure you avoid these mistakes, trying to do everything immediately, making this a one and done and feeling like you have to do it all yourself. So that's all I have to say about values based. Let me give you some ways to overcome those potential mistakes. It leads perfectly well into the third and final portion of the SVC approach, being consistent. You know, then we're going to, um, Meg's going to come back and we'll answer any additional questions she might have and certainly would love to connect with any of you online or for a conversation if you have some additional questions as well. 
But we know without consistency, you can really never get any traction or really know what works if it's just kind of a one and done or a random thing. So consistency is, is probably the most challenging for one for most small business owners. So less is more. Maybe you just start with two posts a week and you're doing Tuesdays and Thursdays. Fantastic. Once again, embrace that progress over perfection. What can you actually commit to today and then build on over time? Because it's better to do the same thing consistently than to, you know, just do things randomly. So narrow it down. What are you going to commit to that you know you can execute on? And then each quarter you can build on that. So for example, when I first started doing Facebook lives, you know, it was really uncomfortable for me. I'm sure I made a million mistakes, but I showed up every week at the same time. And now that I've been doing it for probably about two years, it's so much easier and I get better and better all the time. So just show up and know that when you make mistakes, it's okay. People don't expect you to be perfect and they actually love when you're just being authentic and you're showing that you are human just like them. So here are some ways you can create a consistent content library. This is the part I think you're going to be most excited about today so that you never have to ask yourself, well, what do I post? How do I get from that point of maybe or having ideas to having a library so I don't have to like figure it out or struggle with it every week? So the first thing I think this is, if you only did one of them, I think this is a really easy place to start is to think about real time moments. So here's five examples of what would be real time moments that you could share on social media. The first one is holidays or special occasions. You know, it's uh, just about Valentine's Day coming up. Um, in addition to that, it's American Heart Association Month. It's wedding month. You know, there's things like that that are national days, as well as maybe it's a birthday or an anniversary um, things that, that are just real time moments that, um, you might want to, uh, celebrate or share in that with your community. If it's important to you and important to them, what's going on with your team? Maybe you're hiring or, um, you are celebrating somebody on your team's anniversary, or you want to just highlight your team and all the great things that they're doing and what their roles are. So everybody knows it's not just you, but you have this team of expertise as well. Another area would be community. What are you giving back to? What's important? Especially if you work with a younger demographic, but overall, this is more and more important to consumers of sharing what's important to you. One thing that I realized in this space when I went through this content planning exercise was that my clients really cared about giving back to the community and being involved and volunteering. And I care about that too, but I wasn't showing that to my community. I wasn't sharing that with them. So that was an aha to me to instantly start to share a little bit more of that in an authentic way. But the things that I'm involved with, like Girl Scouts and um, American Heart Association and supporting my daughter's uh, things that she's involved with, you know, to show that those are things that I'm giving back to as well. And then fourth, what are some things you're learning? So this is things that... You know, maybe you're getting a new credential or um, you went to some kind of training class. I think those are things that you can add to your calendar. And the fifth is what are you hearing? This is my favorite one, actually, is just think about the conversations you've had recently. What questions did you hear? What's come up? And just talk about that and say, you know, hey, I was talking with a client recently and they were struggling with how to get more introductions. And here's where they were getting stuck. And just share that story. People love storytelling. 
So when you think about these five things, holidays, teams, community, learnings, or and what you're hearing, the easiest way to approach this sometimes is to one, you know, have that marketing time that we said that 15 minutes a week where you can be like, oh yeah, this is what's going on. But also just look at your calendar. I mean, when you pull it up in front of you, you might all of a sudden be like, oh yeah, so-and-so's birthday, or we've got this speaker coming in to speak to our team. And, and there's so much great authentic content that you can start with just there alone. So outside of real-time content, if you want to take it a step further, there's two other areas. The first is your brand messaging. So what's your value proposition, things related to frequently asked questions you hear or objections of why maybe people get stuck and aren't sure whether to move forward with working with your business. I think it's always important. You know, I believe that you should probably, at least on a monthly basis, be sharing something about who you work with, the problems you solve so that it's always front and center of how can you help people and you can really start to be known for that. And then days of the week can be a simple, fun thing to, to incorporate in. And whether it's a Monday memories, a transformation Tuesday, win it Wednesday, there's so many different fun iterations you can have with that. Um, and that can be something that just gives you a staple that, you know, Hey, every day, we're going to be posting content related to this. One of the things I do is a tips Thursday uh, where we provide, you know, some insights on some specific marketing tips so you can figure out what works for you. And certainly you wouldn't want to do something for every day of the week, but maybe there's one or two that makes it really easy for you to say, these are my staples of my content. So if I had more time, I'd teach you all the tactics to really make sure you're maximizing your engagement. But at this point, let's focus on just, you know, how can we make getting content out there consistent, strategic, and focused on value first? So everyone's going to tell you the measure of success with your social media is your number of followers or the number of likes and comments you get. And while that is helpful information, I'm telling you it's really about using that SVC approach that's going to get you that compound growth. So the best place to start is to post just what, what happened this week, whether it's a question you heard or something you read, because those custom posts that you just show up and really talk directly to your audience and let them get a sneak peek into your world, create 30 times the level of engagement. And that's what's going to really jumpstart your ability to be known, liked, and trusted. And people want to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. So that's all I have to say about being consistent. So, you know, one of the most common questions I get is, you know, Jennifer, can you help me with this and create a content plan that works for me and my entire marketing approach? And of course, the answer is yes. We love to do that at Playmaker. And every day we work with small business owners just like you to help them create and implement things that are right size that you can actually start to build and get some results for. So if you're interested in taking the next step, the next step for you really is to get that complimentary content planner that takes you through developing what are those real-time moments, where is your audience showing up on social, what are your uh, frequently asked questions, or kind of going through a, a Seinfeld-type experience, um, if you've ever seen that show, if you remember that, of um, just a show that was about nothing, but how long did it last? Years and years. You know, What are all the things that maybe you could talk about um, that might be relevant to your audience? So the complimentary content planner really will give you a simple step-by-step -step process to develop your social media content library that resonates with your ideal client. And what it does is provides you with content so you don't ever have to ask that question, what do I post or how am I going to come up with something now? And what it means is for you, you don't have to do this alone or guess what you should do. 
you know, whether you're just getting started with your online marketing, you're looking for a few ways to elevate your presence, or you just want confirmation that you're doing the right thing, the social media content planner is for you. So you can get by that by just emailing me if you're interested, jennifer at playmakercoach.com to request your copy. Uh, and I'll leave you with this. And then I think we'll turn it back over to Meg if there's other things that I can address that would be helpful to you is to picture a day when your social media feels like it's well connected to your overall business plan. Picture a day when someone says, I love what you're posting. You know, it really resonated with me. We should schedule a meeting. Picture a day when social media actually feels fun and easy. You're going to feel so good. So I'll leave you this, this last thought. Uh, I may have shared this with some of you in the past. Um, not too long ago, I was trying to fix an image on my website. And I thought, you know, this should be easy enough. So I log on. I think I figured it out when I discovered that what I saw in preview was not the same as what went live. And instead of fixing the problem, I actually created more problems. Felt like I went backwards and I just wasted a lot of time. So when I tried to undo it, then I made it even worse. And I feared that I lost everything that I had had in my website before. So after fighting the system for what felt like an eternity, I finally said to myself, stop. Stop. Just stop. I sent a quick text to Joe. And what do you know? He fixed it all in five minutes. Why didn't I just do that in the first place? So in all of our lives, we know there comes a time when we are better off just hiring an expert. And there are things that we don't do very well, but someone else does. So now's the time to get help. And now's the time to hire an expert. You don't have to do it alone. So Meg, I, I'm interested in any additional questions or things that I can elaborate on further that you think might be helpful to our conversation today. Yeah, I love the focus on the content library and how you laid out, like how to figure out what to post. So I'll tell you that I've switched my social media strategy recently. And I do, it's funny, as you were teaching, it, I was like, oh, that's kind of what I do. Like I start with <laughs> the events, like what's happening. We're in February right now. So like Spoiler alert, you know, well, actually, it won't be a spoiler. By the time this launches, it will already have happened. But um, like coming up is Frederick Douglass and Susan B. Anthony's birthday. I have social content planned for that because not only are those events that are going to be happening in real time, but mm -hmm. they tie in very closely to my values. Right. And so it like checks off a bunch of those boxes. Right. And I started with that, you know, Black History Month information. And I put all that stuff in first and then I can see where my gaps are. And then mm -hmm. I fill it in with business-related content or or other, um, you know, inspirational quotes, like you talked about, like Motivation Mondays, stuff like that. Um, so I love that you broke that down. I love the idea of the content library. I would love to hear from you what your recommendations are when it comes to recycling and reusing content. Mm, that's a great question. I love that, actually, because I'm a huge fan of that, of how can you get the most out of your content? So besides it being on social, you know, is there video related to that? Is there a blog post? Um, is there email places you can use it? But then also, how do you recirculate it? There are certain things, like especially that brand value proposition message, that maybe you have a different image that you use the same content with, or periodically you use that same image with different um, copy um, that's still kind of associated with that. So you can continue to run it because 
not everybody we know, especially when it comes to social. I mean, the percentage of people that are actually going to see it is pretty low if you're only doing organic. Um, and you know, at different points in our life, things resonate us with, with us very differently. So you need to be able to put it out there on a regular basis. And, and I think there's a lot of content that you can reuse there. To me, there's even things that I've done where it's like something for independence day. And I'm like, Oh, I really just love that graphic. And it hits my, my uh, audience really well. I'm going to use that exact same thing for the next year. Yeah. I'm just going to write a little different thing to go with it and it's done. So uh, you don't have to overcomplicate it. And I think that's where we can get overwhelmed with. Yeah, there's so many different channels. There's so many different things you can do um, with scheduling. You know, there's there's trade-offs. Um, like one of the things I've went through is, you know, you know you're going to get better reach if you post organically on, on the platform, right? Because they want you to stay on the platform. They want you to be from the platform. But it takes more time if you want to go on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and post on each of them individually. I mean... How many of us have time to do that? Um, so that's one of those trade-offs you have to decide as, on as a business owner of what you're going back to what your goals are and what, what makes sense in terms of where you invest time and resources and dollars. And for me, you know, I figure I'm like a, a scheduling software feels like at this point still makes the most sense. And then yes, I will try to, especially as an individual, still post content organically on the sites as well. Uh, but, you know, for my business, primarily uh, doing that through a scheduling system, because uh, I, I'm not a team of 20 people to, to go out there and manage all of it. Um, so you got to ask yourself some questions there to make what what makes the most sense for you. Exactly. Well, I love that. One, one of the strategies I've been using, like I said, it's a new strategy for me, like doing mm. the, the events and stuff. But I've started. I have folders for January, February. I've already started March, right? Because I'm planning ahead. Um, and my, yeah. my hope is that next year in January, I can open my January folder and see what content I posted and yeah. use that as a building block to help, you know, future me be more successful. Yeah. I've actually just done a couple things with my content too, was I used to have it by just by month. And then there was all this content in there. Now within there, I'm actually dividing it of like, yeah, this is Martin Luther King content, or this is. Uh, related to Valentine's Day or whatever the, the occasions are, s certain things so that I can more easily find all of that. It's not just like, well, this was January 2021. This was January 2022. It's like, well, then I got to sort through it. So that's made it easier. And the other thing I did too is with all my video content, created a, a library specifically of that so that I know what kind of content I have that's more value proposition versus you know, these are things related to specific marketing tools or social media or something and links to all that. So I can quickly find that and reuse that content uh, periodically as well. So that's those two things definitely, I think, have uh, are things I wish I would have done early on. <laughs> um, but that's where you can also, you know, use a VA or somebody and it doesn't cost you very much and say, hey, can you just think a repository, a better cleanup, you know, repository uh, of all my content I have? Because sometimes you'll be amazed about how much you actually, if you're consistent, how much you have out there. You know? Yeah. And I can also see I'm a big Trello user. Like with Trello, um, mm -hmm. Having a place where you've got all of your content, you can tag them in different ways and make it really easy to recycle and repurpose content that way. And I know that like the concept of recycling and repurposing and cataloging and building a library sounds overwhelming. Um, but you, you one step at a time, 
right? One step at right. a time. And like you said, right. you can always go back, whether it's with a VA or, or your children or whatever. <laughs> and, I mean, if, if we can... I haven't figured out how to get my daughter to do it yet. It's like our kids help us with chores around the house. We can encourage them to help us with business. And that's a whole other topic because there are like tax benefits and ways that you can set that up. But we, we don't have time to go into all of that right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I think this is a great topic. I think content can be overwhelming and confusing for so many people. And I love how you broke it down, um, providing value, you know, leading with value, your focus on interacting with other content and not just producing content. I think that's a huge piece of it mm. um, because it's social media. Yeah. We have to do the social piece, not just the media piece. And as you go in and do that, the, that engagement piece with other, you know, the interaction with other people, um, you're giving Facebook what it wants, right? And mm-hmm. and face everything's linked so like i feel like instagram for me is the best way to to think about that like if i'm only posting on instagram but i'm never like interacting with anybody else like instagram knows that and they're not going to put your content out as often yeah because your account isn't active like posting content isn't enough to be considered active you have to be doing that social piece too so i love that you brought that up Yeah. Yeah. I'm always a fan. I mean, a lot of my clients have, you know, or a lot of systems too will provide you with kind of canned content that you can use. And I am a fan of like, Hey, if it's relevant to your market, use what you've got available to you. I mean, if it makes sense, use it, leverage what you have, but then where there's these gaps, these are the ways where you can show up much more authentically and really connect and, and, you know, it doesn't have to look pretty. So you don't even really need that graphic designer to be like, slap my logo on this and make it all pretty. I mean, the things that really end up doing better are usually the things where it's like, you know, you look terrible or you just went and snapped something that like on your phone, it's not pretty, you know, but that's because it's real. And people can tell the difference uh, between something that you used your own voice for versus something that feels like it was written, you know, by this professional marketing guru as well. Exactly. Well, Jennifer, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be here today, for putting together such a great presentation for us. A reminder that you can see the video on YouTube and my website. You can listen to the audio anywhere that podcasts are found. Um, and can you just one more time drop, you know, where can our listeners and viewers connect with you? What's the easiest way? Um, and then getting that yeah. from, from your email. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Um, and it was great to be here again and really hope this helps everybody get started to, or whatever that next step is, just that one more next step in the future uh, forward in your social content. Um, so the best way to reach out to me is you can email me directly at jennifer at playmakercoach.com or online at uh, playmakercoach, www.playmakercoach.com. And, uh, you can reach me there. Um, if you are interested in that content planner, um, just easiest way is probably just to email me again. It's Jennifer at playmakercoach.com and I'll get that set right over to you. And then if you have any questions, yeah, certainly here to help you guide you through that process, but we try to make it as easy as possible, uh, to help you start building that library. Easy is always good, right? Yeah. My word of the year is light. Uh, so it's always about like, how can I make it feel like it's light, um, and easy and, 
Um, and this is one thing that I know has worked really well for me and I'm excited to be able to share that more with other people as well. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer. I appreciate you being here today and I look forward to collaborating with you more in the future. Sounds great. Have a great day. All right. That is it for this episode of Familypreneur. Join us inside of the Familypreneur Business Accelerator to follow through on the action steps from this episode alongside an incredibly supportive community. Plus, access our robust training vault and a variety of exclusive monthly virtual events, including co-working, happy hours, and bonus training sessions. Head over to familypreneur.co and join us today. Until next time, I'll see you over in the Familypreneur Business Accelerator. Bye for now.